Welcome to the Great Escape podcast pilot episode. We are going for liftoff in T minus 30. All systems are My name is Stuart Morris, and throughout my life as a child, an adult, a husband, and a father, an entrepreneur, and as an employee, I've found myself in various situations that I felt were impossible to bear, and at the time, they seemed impossible to change. And over the years, I've developed a framework for facing and changing these situations and finding freedom. In my conversations with other people, I found that this same framework fits pretty much all of their situations too. And I know that this podcast will help you to build your own great escape plan using the six steps to freedom. In this pilot episode, I'm going to outline this framework, the six steps to freedom. And in upcoming episodes, I'll be interviewing a variety of people who faced impossible situations in their lives and found the way to change their circumstances and bring their whole lives into better balance by changing whatever aspect of their own internal attitudes, their health, their relationships, or their careers, or a combination that needed to be changed. Each of these people um, has found a way to escape whatever situation they were trapped in and, and build a better life. Many of them have gone on to build lives where they serve others and offer escape plans of their own. I hope you'll find inspiration and comfort in their stories and begin to build your own great escape plan using the six steps to freedom. If you want to follow along with the six steps to escaping whatever impossible situation you feel you're trapped in, please head on over to greatescapepodcast.com and download your free Six Steps to Freedom worksheet. You can also sign up there for a free video series where I go into each of the steps in more detail. But before we start unpacking the Six Steps to Freedom... Let's have a quick look at how we end up trapped in the first place. The most challenging prisons we build are, are really the ones we build for ourselves in our minds. And through a combination of our experiences, the lives we lead, we build really a set of beliefs about the way life and the world work. And this starts from a very early age. And more often than not, these beliefs are flawed. A classic example of this is the child who goes on holiday with their parents and picks up on their parents' nervousness about the flight. It, the reality is the parents weren't scared of flying at all. They were worried about getting their family to the holiday destination without losing any of the children or the baggage. But the child didn't know this. They were just aware of the tension and connected it to getting onto a plane. Uh, and as an adult, this fear of flying then develops into a debilitating prison in which this person never leaves the country because they're afraid of flying, and there really is no real reason for it. No amount of irrational quoting of the safety statistics, commercial jet travel is safer than walking along the road, uh, will ever help them get over that belief. The belief was set deep in their minds at an early age, and we are... We are programmed to learn fear from our parents. From an evolutionary sense, this makes perfect sense. 
when the child in a Stone Age village needs to learn to stay away from the wild animals outside the encampment. These days, we leave school or university, we get a job, we may start a family, buy a house, a car. In short, we build a life with a set of commitments that we didn't really plan at the time. And years later, we find ourselves trapped in a career that we don't like, working for a boss who is a jerk in a company that doesn't care that we live or die. And we have no way to escape this situation because we have bills to pay and mouths to feed. We've Really, we've unconsciously built our own prison and our physical and mental health suffer as our stress levels rise. We're not living in true congruity with our self, with who we are, with who we like to be. And this is the classic problem that the six steps to freedom will help you to solve, just as they've helped me and all of the people I've interviewed for this podcast. Every story of a life of quiet desperation, or indeed not so quiet desperation, transformed into a full and vibrant life with career, relationships, health and and attitudes in balance, goes through these six steps to freedom. The first, really, it's pretty simple. We must decide that change is essential, not optional, not a good idea. We won't change anything until it is absolutely necessary. Human beings are actually relatively lazy in this respect. Sometimes this change is forced upon us, for example, with a redundancy or the death of a loved one. But more often than not, it is a choice that we have to make for for ourselves. For me, the decision to start my own business came when the company I worked for was taken over by a rival company with a completely unpleasant management style and actually an untruthful approach to customer support. I couldn't work in this environment. They ran their business in a way that was a complete anathema to me. Change was essential because the stress of trying to be like them, was destroying me. The second thing we must understand, that whatever the situation, change is always possible. It is always possible to change something. And and sometimes it can be quite hard to find the one thing that we can change, and we're not even sure if changing that's really going to make the difference. But actually, changing something is often a good place to start. For me, at that time, I had a wife, an 18-month-old child, another child due any time, and a mortgage to pay. And change seemed impossible. But I came to understand that it wasn't just essential, but also that it was possible. There were a number of options. I could get a job with somebody else, or I could start my own business. All of a sudden, there were two choices where previously I really hadn't been able to see any. Third, and often this is the most difficult step, really, for most of us, we must believe that we can make this change. It isn't enough to understand that change is theoretically possible. We we must believe that we... I personally can make this necessary change. We all know theoretically that it's possible for somebody to run 100 metres in less than 10 seconds, but for almost all of us, it's never going to happen. 
And so we often find ourselves looking at situations thinking, I can see that it might be possible for somebody to make this change, but I can't do it. And actually, we've got to get over ourselves and and believe that we can change something. In my situation, it was really hard. I'd never run my own business. I knew all the stories about most startups failing within the first three years, which actually aren't strictly true, but that's a discussion for a different time. And it, and it seemed wildly irresponsible for me to start a business and put the roof over my young family's head at risk. I had a choice to make, and I had to make it fast. And in the end, I decided to to make some phone calls. I contacted all my old customers and asked them if they would like me to continue to provide their customer support rather than the new company. And 24 hours later, I had my first customers. My first startup was born. Step one of any startup is always sell something to someone. And I tried to sell my services, been successful. So now I began to believe that I could actually do it. The fourth step, we, we must choose what it is that has to change, what it is that we are going to change to make life better. I was sick and tired for working for bosses that didn't know what they were talking about and shareholders who didn't care about me. And I had made the choice. I was leaving and I was starting my first business. The fifth step is to build a plan. What are the steps necessary to make this change a reality? Long or short, in detail or just on the back of an envelope, this plan is your route map to the freedom you are seeking. The plan was so simple to begin with. Step one, resign. Step two, get the customers to sign annual support contracts with me. Step three, deliver that support. Uh, And step four, get paid somewhere in the midst of all of that. And obviously the detail of this plan was full of little devils that I'd not thought about that kept cropping up all over the place. But at a high level, it looked, well, pretty simple. And the final the sixth step of the six steps to freedom, perhaps the most obvious one, is we actually need to make that change. We need to start executing our plan. Often we'll need to revise that plan along the way. And in fact, I would always say frequently you need to revise any plan along the way. But unless we set off along that route, nothing will change and and we'll remain trapped in the prison we've built for ourselves. I have a friend who takes training course after training course after training course after training course but if only they would actually implement any of the stuff they've learned their lives would change dramatically for the better actually there comes a time when more preparation isn't going to help you've got to just get out of it writing That letter of resignation, for me, was one of the hardest things I'd done up to that point. Who was I to think I could start a business? I was just a European hardware support engineer for a mid-sized American technology company. 24 hours later, I was the chief executive of a pan-European hardware support company with two customers. And the truth is, I've never looked back. In the last 24 years, I've been involved with pretty much a startup per year. I've taught entrepreneurship to PhD level at one of the top business schools in the world. I've helped hundreds of people start their own businesses all over the world. 
I've had terrific business success and horrific failure. But most of the time, I have had and am having a terrific time. I often tell people that I don't have work-life balance. I have my life, and I love it, with all aspects of my life flowing together. And that's all there is to it. The six steps to freedom are decide, understand, believe, choose, plan, change. Every story you hear on, on this podcast boils down to these six steps. It's pretty simple. Often the people we'll be talking to haven't broken it down to this degree of simplicity. But every single one of them has been through these steps, either consciously, subconsciously, in order to create a new, more balanced and fulfilled life for themselves. And through their stories, you can find, I hope, the inspiration to make the necessary changes in your life, whether it's in your career, your relationships, your health, your own attitudes, or or a combination of all of these things. Well, here we are at the end of the pilot episode, and I've introduced myself and I've outlined the six steps to freedom framework. Do head on over to greatescapepodcast.com to download the worksheet and sign up for the free Six Steps to Freedom video series and start your journey to your own great escape today. Make sure, please, that you subscribe to get future episodes and click the like button to help us share the Six Steps to Freedom and the concept of the great escape with as many people as possible. You'd be doing me a personal favour and I'd really appreciate it. Your, your effort in subscribing and liking and sharing. If you have a story of a great escape that you'd like to share on the podcast, or if you know of someone with a story to tell, please email me at stuart at greatescapepodcast.com. And let's keep the conversation flowing.